2: Cue the ominous music. It's the eve of something. What? We don't know. Tim, you were amazed to find out that someone other than us two have taken interest in the show.
3: Someone other than us two... It's Who Are These
2: Podcasts? Uh, Carl and friends, fellow travellers, give an opinion on something. And the great thing about our show is we don't really care. Oh, we don't mind. In fact, we welcome any input because we're out of ideas. I thought, well, they haven't got any context about us. We're me, Maynard, you, Tim Ferguson. But then I realised we haven't got any anyway. No way, we've only got one heckler. Ah. And there he is. It's showtime.
4: bye 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 Ba da ba 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 da ba Bada ba ba are the best except for when they're not Come to think there's really just a handful that don't suck. And that's where we come in. Podcast reviews like our commander. Andy W <laughs> H W-A-G-P W-A-G-P
0: Page. W-A-T-P. Hello and welcome to WATP92. Who are these
4: podcasts?
0: The only show that plays drops in real time. <clears throat> I'm your host, Carl. With me as always is Andy. <laughs> bag Slappers. What is up? I'd like to remind our listeners: you can visit us at whoarethese.com our Facebook page, or on Twitter at whoarethesepod Pod. Email the show, w-a-t-p-show at gmail.com.
4: Boo!
0: We're always looking for podcast suggestions. Also, if you like what you hear, don't forget to give us a positive five-star review. You
4: gotta have boobs.
0: Today we'll be reviewing a show called Planet Maynard, a suggestion from the star and host Maynard himself. Andy and I have both listened to the show separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. And so you know what time it is. that's right it's time to sit back and pour yourself a soda refreshing andy let's get into it this is a show called planet maynard that's hosted by maynard and tim ferguson they, uh, they reached out to us and wanted us to review their podcast. These two Aussies put on a show called Bunga Bunga.
1: Yeah. I, I was just glad that this was a little more lighthearted than the last one we did. That I thought, <laughs> are you, we were doing a podcast about you know uh, orphans with AIDS and shitting on that after the last one. Yeah, it didn't this go real like, well like, for us either. Oh, I gotta say, there's a
0: little bit of a falling out after uh, that yeah, one.
1: You're lucky I uh, even came back. Yeah, Woo. seriously. Woo! But yeah, this is the complete opposite of that. We'll have much, many fewer death threats from this episode, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm already predicting. Yeah, these guys know what they're getting into.
0: I want to play a clip that sums up the show for me, mm. Andy, so the people know. Is
1: there a way to sum this up? I think
0: there is. <laughs> okay. I know. Well, trust me. I, this morning, I had no idea. <laughs> what I was how I was going to describe this show and then I you heard this clip piece, everything I heard this piece of audio and I went this is what sums up the show and I'll tell you why mm-hmm. it features a joke sound effects setting up a segment background noise and super obvious editing mm. so listen for all of those components yeah
2: MILF means something completely different on this show music i'd like to forget
3: yeah that's right get your minds out of the gutter Australia <laughs> It's Tim's historical hypothetical where we put Tim into a place in history and go,
2: so what would you have done, smartass? Tim's been in the bunker for Hitler. He's helped Mussolini
3: with his train timetables. But this time, are you ready, Tim? Well, I'm not ready. I'm not prepared. I'm not prepared. You haven't told me anything about what's coming.
0: All right. This is what we're listening to. It is fast-paced. It's high energy. Yeah. It's
1: throwing shit at a wall it is throwing and hoping everything that at the wall. anything sticks. It's, yeah, exactly. Do you have uh, something you want to play? To... Yeah, I, I mean, it, you could pick anything. This oh, is right. one of those shows where you could clip the whole thing. We could have just played it live and tried to make fun of every single part because it's all crazy nonsense. Just, just play my uh, clip one. I call it jerk-offs. a
2: time. A uh, cold wind blows around Glebe Point Road. It swirls, and the plastic bag goes around and round up in the air, just like the beginning of that movie where the guys get shot in the head at the end. Do you know the one, Tim?
3: That movie where the guys also doing something very, very bad in the beginning, and that's happening right here, right now.
1: Do you know what that movie is that he's doing bad in the beginning? No. American Beauty. Oh. jerking off oh, and this whole show so this is just is... one big jerk off exactly
0: that oh, makes sense then Andy do you know why it's called Bunga Bunga
1: ah I did look uh, I, I was because there's a lot of Australian slang that I have no idea is, about yes. And and uh, I did a little research about Australian slang and okay. there is Urban Dictionary defines Bunga Bunga as violent rape, gang rape okay that's what I've learned. I don't know. Did you I went find back something to, else?
0: I went back to Bunga Bunga 1 from yeah. September of <laughs> okay.
2: 2014, and this is how they start off the show. We just call it Bunga Bunga because it's a punchline of a dirty gag, and it's a, it's a party that the Italian prime minister used to have.
0: All right,
1: it's the punchline of a dirty gag. Have you heard this joke before, mm. the Bunga Bunga joke? No, but I think in my Urban Dictionary dive, I... I, why don't you tell it so I do spoil right. it?
0: Thank you. Please don't spoil it. I'm going to read you the Bunga Bunga joke. By the way, I should mention, so we listened to Bunga Bunga 40. I listened to a little bit of the latest episode. Did you listen to that at all? No. There, no. there was one that they just put out that talks a lot about us reviewing their show. But Bunga Bunga, this thing goes back to 2014. Maynard is a podcaster I Go back to 2009. This guy's been making podcasts forever. Before that, he was in radio and doing some TV clearly, stuff. Yeah. So this guy and, and this whole show, when, when you heard that clip at the very beginning there where they talk about how are they going to understand the context, there's no amount of research I could have possibly have done to understand where this is all coming from. No. <laughs> I have no idea. So, uh, all right, the Bunga Bunga joke. Here we go. Three missionaries were in a foreign land trying to convert the natives. One day, as the missionaries were walking, they were taken hostage by the natives who took them to their king, the king on his throne of bone, looked at the three scared missionaries and after a long silence, the king asked the first missionary, death or bunga bunga? The first missionary looked around and worried and not knowing what bunga bunga was, he replied bunga bunga. Ten natives then took him strapped into a tree, savagely raped the missionary and sent him on his way. The king then looked at the second missionary and spoke, death or bunga bunga? The missionary stood thinking. I don't want to get raped, but I definitely am not ready to die. He then answered the king, bunga bunga. Quickly, he was grabbed, strapped to the tree, and savagely and forcefully raped by 20 natives. His ass was totally destroyed, but like the first, he was set free. Finally, the king addressed the last missionary, death or bunga bunga. The missionary thought, I can't go through life after that type of abuse. There's just no way I can live with myself. So he boldly answered, I choose death. To which the king replied, Death uh, by, by Bunga Bunga. 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 Yeah, Bunga. i that one. That's yeah. the joke,
1: people. Wasn't oh, there a Futurama episode yes. about yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this? I think you're right. So that is why
0: we're listening to Bunga Bunga yeah. with our friends uh, Maynard and Tim. And they uh, are very excited that we're reviewing the show really i got multiple
1: emails and tweets. <laughs> we haven't even reviewed it yet and they're we already excited we haven't even
0: reviewed it yet it, what's great is that um maynard actually sent me drops that i could use whoa <laughs> he sent me drops to help me with my our podcast So these guys are very excited it's to, already the point, to the point where they've already pre-recorded their acceptance speeches. <laughs> what they've done is they said, okay, we're going to pre-record two speeches, one if they liked our show, one if they don't like our show. Mm. So here is uh, acceptance speech number
2: one. And it's time to pre-record our two uh, acceptance speeches of acceptance and non-acceptance. If they like our show vaguely, it'll go a bit like this. I heard on Who Are These Podcasts, they kind of liked a bit of the show in some parts. Fuck them.
0: (laughs) That actually made me laugh out loud when I heard that. That was good. Because they're just so happy and upbeat about everything. Yeah,
1: they really are.
2: And then uh, this is the other accepted speech. If we don't go well, if they say, really, this show is very poor and
3: it could give you polio. Fuck you. Thank you very much. We really are very happy to get a little bit of realistic criticism as opposed to the slavish ball-licking. Fuck you. I got to say, Andy, I like
0: these guys a lot. I like the guys. I, like I don't them, know about the show. I like them way better than that Philly fanatic who wants to put his fingers in my eye <sighs> sockets. These, okay, guys, guys. these guys seem like they're pretty I, cool. You know what?
1: I, I, I thought about going and, like, pulling some clips from their show yeah, yeah, yeah. just like peppering it in here just, Thank you for that. A, like yeah it's just a <laughs> fuck you and yeah. you know i'm not we're not you know i dare you to drive from philly to rochester and pick a fight <laughs> with me <I> mean, it's <laughs> such an empty thread fuck you you fake. yeah
0: so on the last show when i teased that we were going to do this show i mentioned that it's overproduced Y- well, and yes. <laughs> you think? Oh, my God. This is Maynard's response to that.
3: Maynard works furiously hard in the formatting, which is the thing that makes it all worthwhile. Oh, when I hear the word overproduced, I go, yep, that's our house style. That's, the yeah, for sure the theme of the show. Yes. Everything like, is done
0: in post.
1: Yeah. and Th- this, this whole show. You know, you're, you know the comedian Todd Glass? I do. It, it, it reminded me of when he was on Last Comic Standing. It was just everything was tap dancing as fast as you can. And hoping that, you know, I'm going to tell, it's like the way Gene Simmons hits on women. It's like, I'm going to hit on every woman. If one says yes, then it's a success. So I'm going to tell a hundred jokes. And if you laugh twice, then I did my job. It is. And that seems like they're.
0: So let me tell you what the, I'm going to break down the pros and cons of this show. Yeah. All right. The pros are that it is heavily edited and produced and. It would be hypocritical for me to say I don't like that it's edited because I rail on every podcast it doesn't edit itself. Mm-hmm. It's a little over the top, but I'm glad that they do that. I think that these guys are professional in their broadcasting style. They have it down as far as the back and forth and the banter goes. Right. Uh, it does move quickly. It keeps going. They don't, like, just talk about one thing for very long at all. They just, they just yeah. hit something, yeah. and then they're <laughs> on to the next thing. It yeah, just yeah. goes, it goes, it goes.
1: That's my problem with it, My, my con yeah. is
0: that it's totally confusing. It lacks any form of entertainment. Yeah. I can't figure out what's going on. It's not just their accents and their slang. I don't know what's going on. Right. I don't think you're supposed to
1: know what's is going there, on. Is there a segments and bits that happen every week, or is it just... A yeah. shit show everything. there week. is because because I, I was okay. listening
0: so they, they do their crank mail segment where they read emails people send in they have a fake news segment yeah. they have their uh, when I when I played the clip the best at the show for me there was this hypothetical history something or other right so they have these reoccurring bits that
1: they do oh, okay because I think my uh, clip 13 was I was like this is the rock bottom of of a clips from the show and it was the the crank mail in.
0: Okay. Crank
1: mile. Crank
0: mile. Crank mile. Crank mile. What does the water okay. I have to do with that? Actually, I actually have a clip on that that describes what that is. And this is actually, I think, from the very first Bunga Bunga that they did, but this is explaining the sound effects.
2: This is a section we love to call Crank Mile. Crank mile. <laughs> crank mile. Crank mile. Crank mile. You do like the jingle, but the sound of the large horse peeing in the glass bottle at the end is very special. Oh, it works. (laughs) And here it is. That was great.
0: That's the randomness and nonsense of this show. It's like, okay, here's our email segment, and there's a horse pissing. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Makes sense. Yeah. I think... uh, Hold on. Before you go, uh, I want to play one more thing about Foley work. Because oh,
1: all my clips are that. Oh, you—they are okay. Because you—you
0: you labeled that clip like rock bottom fully. Yeah, yeah. Work. You might have the same clip, but this is just. And again, he's—he's he's putting this in in post, so it's just so stupid.
3: It was good because I can have this wheel machine. <laughs> And like a rental car, I could drive the crap out of it and not worry about it and hand it back a rattling piece of junk. It would be good to have a little sidecar, too. You could sit in the sidecar. We could rev around. They could say, wow, one of them's disabled and one of them's just lazy. <laughs>
4: yeah,
1: I like the beginning of this episode when you were leaning into the theme of that show with all the... You're Sound effects and fully work. Yeah, I mean,
0: that's what, the show, that's what the show is well, We do it, you know, in real time, oh, like right.
4: douchebags.
1: Yeah. And I, I knew that when I was listening to it, I was like, these, these guys clearly are sort of like uh, a sister podcast to this show with the long extended music breaks and nonsense, fully like drops. And stuff. Well, they do
0: something that we don't do. And it wasn't as noticeable in Bunga Bunga 40. Yeah. But it was noticeable in Bunga Bunga 1 and Bunga Bunga 43. Yeah. In Bunga Bunga 1, they announce this.
2: What's great about it is the fact that people look at you and because you, we're in the corner of a cafe here with a couple of losers. We've got these special guests who we will uh, reveal in a moment. Hi, special guest.
4: I'm not saying anything. So
0: they announce that they're in the corner of a cafe. I was
1: going to bring you, this up.
0: You hear yeah. these noises in the background. This is uh, actually the food comes out while they're in the middle of the podcast.
3: A lot of the props and toys that were used in the clip came from my cellar. Thank you very much. So my, my, my veggie burger has arrived there. You aren't
2: offended by the lack of meat in my burger, are you, Jim? We can get to, we get some bacon for this burger, please. We've got another question here.
0: Okay. In a foster's in a Vegemite. OK, so here's the thing that's going on. I don't know that they're actually in a cafe. It sounds like they just have the sound effect playing on a loop in their basement. Oh, yeah,
1: right? uh, I because it's, well,
0: it's almost too obvious with like the plates
4: clicking Yeah, and in forty, talking. it definitely
1: sounded like they were at a bar doing it live or something. But they're not addressing an audience. There's no audience reaction. But it sounds like they're live somewhere, and it's very well when you couple it with the cacophony of all the sound effects and shit it's like who who knows what's going on in that clip that i just played there's so much editing
0: that's going on that you're hearing it's over the top it's not well done but you can't be because you have all this noise in the background right that, that they're playing with yeah
1: my four is i called foley mess and i think okay. that's because it has all like the the silverware and the plates and then on top of like everything else that he's doing along with it let's hear it
2: Everyone knows that MS is not your biggest disability. Your biggest disability is Paul Livingston and Paul McDermott.
3: How were they as a burden while
2: you were overseas?
3: I had a scooter so I could get around on the cobblestones without any trouble at all. An electric scooter. I was like a killer on the road. Whereas, of course, Paul and Paul had to carry the guitar cases and the bags. They complained just about having to breathe in and out remorselessly every day. So here they were in Edinburgh having a very, very hard time emotionally having to carry stuff, including my stuff.
2: We've discussed you um, uh, getting around electrically here in Glebe, and the main reason you don't do it here is because of the weight. It's a bit fiddly to have a device like that around. Has it changed your mind having one?
3: Oh, yeah, I really loved it, particularly if I'm going to be in the UK where it's cobblestones, as far as the eye can see. It was good because I could have this wheel machine and like a rental car, I could drive the crap out of it and not worry about it and hand it back a rattling piece of junk.
1: And... Yeah, so it was pretty much the same. But the music bed into trying to understand what's happening in the diner.
0: With Yeah, some weird random background noise. That, right, That one that I played for you before... I want to zoom in on those parts. I had that, that really short segment where it gets uh, served the veggie burger. Yeah. But listen to how obvious these edits are. Here's the first one.
3: My cellar.
0: Oh, thank you very much. And then it goes from the, okay, I got my veggie burger, to this obvious edit.
3: Thank you very much. So My,
2: my, my veggie burger. And then there's this one. Can we get some bacon for this burger, please? We've got another question here.
0: Yeah. Like, they're not even trying to hide the fact that this is an eight-hour-long discussion that they bring down to 40 minutes. (laughs) And that's, I think, why it's so confusing.
1: Yeah. Because of the way he edits the hell
0: out of this shit.
1: Right. And I don't understand. Like, it seems so overproduced. Maybe it's just a comfort thing. Why wouldn't you do it in a studio? I have have an
0: idea, Andy.
1: It's so you can get food and do drink. WATP,
0: I think that we should – let's pause right now. Let's go to an outdoor mall. And we'll start the show. Okay, yeah.
1: Hey,
0: we're back here at this outdoor mall. Andy, this is actually a lot of fun. We're out and about. Maybe we'll do some shopping later. Oh, here come my chili cheese fries that I ordered. Oh, wait. Actually, yeah. Let's go to that restaurant over there. Okay, so now we're in this restaurant and we're recording the show. So what did you think about Bunga Bunga 40? Did you get a chance to listen to any other, any other Bunga Bunga it would, episodes? It, it was exhausting.
1: It, it just drains all of your energy trying to understand what that You know what? Happening.
0: I'm not hungry anymore. Let's go to that cave over there. Okay. Wow, this cave is uh,
1: sure <laughs> wet. Like it's it's taking a leak. <laughs> it sure is wet in this <laughs> dripping cave. I'm getting that, cold. I think it's the crankmail horse pissing. And...
0: I think it is the crankmail horse pissing. Let's go over and get a bonfire going so we can warm up. All right, so now we're just hanging out by the bonfire recording ah, WATP, whoops. WATP ninety two yeah. by the bonfire. All right, I I don't like this rural setting. We got to hit the, the city streets. All right, Andy. So. They do have this part in the show where, and it just happens in all Australian shows we listen to, there's sirens in the background.
1: Yeah. I don't know what's going on in Australia, (laughs) but apparently it's an emergency all the time. Everybody's dying of uh, colon cancer from eating meat. So they're talking about, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Actually, I have a funny clip about that
0: too. So they're, they're, all right, I got to stop that nonsense. So they're talking about um, how podcasts that we review will get butt hurt. Actually, this is the setup to that.
3: I always like the name, Who Are These Podcasts? Because it does sound kind of affronted. Who are these podcasts? By now, they will have decided our fate, Tim. They'll decide
2: whether we're a podcast or not. I've heard some of the shows, and a lot of people get butthurt too about that. But we'll get back to that, because right now, it's time for News.
0: So this is how chaotic this show is. He says, yeah, a lot of people get butthurt. We'll talk about that later. And they actually do talk about it later. So listen, this is just them describing it, not that exciting. But listen at the end when the siren starts off, you could tell how obvious the editing is because there's a siren playing in the background.
2: So why do you think people get so cut when their podcast is, you know, bagged out? Because the two people somewhere else that they don't know don't like it.
3: Well, because a lot of the time it's like crochet. It's a crochet podcast and it's their life. Whereas for us, Bunga Bunga, you know, it's the cherry on top. It's the fun bit.
1: Did you hear yeah, that at the end? actually yeah, yeah. it's, yeah. like its way up, and then it's on its way down yeah. immediately. Well, it's a country full of criminals. Everyone's well, always under arrest. That's a good point. Yeah. I do like that about these guys. They're definitely not taking their show seriously. They're Tim isn't anything like, Tim is a director. Maynard is a, like a personality. I think he's kind of like a whatever, Ryan Seacrest type of
0: Oh, I think you're giving him way too much I, credit. Well, I don't
1: know, but I mean, it says on a, on Wikipedia that he's uh, like a television host and a radio personality. The, I mean, the whole show sounds like uh, a top 40 morning zoo yeah. without the songs in it. Well, so in some cases there are songs. It's actually, but,
0: they do play a lot of music. It's funny yeah. you say that because, because it's so edited in post, I wanted to see what does this guy sound like if it's live? How does that work out? So I downloaded an episode... That was called Miss Death and Maynard Live at WDJSSL Second Birthday Party. I'm like, okay, it's over an hour long. What is this guy going to sound like without all of this over-the-top editing? All it was was music. Okay. It was just them (laughs) on the radio just playing music. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> i don't know why they put it up as a podcast so i have just, no idea it's just They just a random, their
1: whole format yeah
0: just random tunes going on well this wasn't a bunga bunga episode that's the thing about this show is that there's like hundreds of episodes but there's only been 43 bunga bungas oh and this is the description of what I bunga bunga it. is so in case you uh, don't know what's going on here
2: yeah you should listen to crank mail here on bunga bunga the show that's going nowhere fast tim in fact i think it's the fastest show going nowhere fast in australia
0: I would agree with that. It's the (laughs) fastest show going nowhere fast. I like that tagline. It doesn't seem like
1: it's trying to go anywhere. That's pretty good.
0: And I tease the fact that they reference the podcast we reviewed last week Mark and I talked about that vegan couple oh and they talk about us talking about that
2: but we'd never heard of that Australian podcast that was on last week that vegan couple
3: do you know them at all I do now I was listening to the what the hell's going on with those podcasts they did a review of that vegan couple I gotta say they are a couple and they're very vegan the true victim in that episode
2: was the woman who sold drugs to the husband who got in trouble off his wife a few years later because they apparently they almost had fun on ecstasy one night
0: I actually agree with that assessment.
1: That, that is the only victim from that show. I, I don't know, even we could have just let them do the review of their own show. We could have never put
0: this. out an episode reviewing their show because they've talked about it so much now. <laughs> it would have been hilarious. Like, we put out the next show. It's just about something totally yeah, different.
1: Can, can we do this with uh, all our episodes now? Just email them, hey, we're going to shit on your pod. What do you think about it? Yeah, and right. Then let and then we'll them just play. review their show for us.
0: Yeah, we'll just play people. You know, anticipating them getting there. Uh... <laughs> yeah. All right. What do you got, Andy? You got a lot oh, of clips God. here. I don't know. There's you. a lot.
1: There's. Just, it could be any. I could just start anywhere. They. The one thing they did that I thought was of value was at the beginning of the show. High they praise. Start, well, you thought it was of value. Well, they wow. just they started by uh, talking about a comedy festival that was going on. Okay. And they played a bunch of the comedians uh, yes. a uh, doing one. a couple of their jokes. But then this one particular joke I thought was kind of uh, standout. That's my clip three. There's a story of a gay guy coming to Australia to seek asylum. He'd be killed for being gay in his home country. And he had to go before the Refugee Review Tribunal. And in order to prove that he really was gay, they asked him to name off the top of his head five Madonna
4: songs. <laughs>
1: That's the rigorous system. Five which is a high bar, by the way. I'm a gay Australian born and raised. I couldn't name you 5 I've got a time to listen to five-minute songs. I'm too busy sucking cock, all right? What are we doing? <laughs> 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 all right. And then he was the punchline suck-
0: of I'm too busy sucking cock. We'll get Andy to laugh.
1: <laughs> but also, it's like five. I mean, She's been yeah. in American <laughs> culture for 30 years. Right, I could name 15. Right. Of this. <laughs> by that standard, I got... I'm sitting in between two naked dudes jerking them <laughs> off. I I know so many Madonna songs. I've
0: seen that picture on Twitter, actually. Uh, I believe that that has happened. <laughs> Could have been photoshopped. So Andy, what else you got yeah. from uh, Bunga Bunga 40 on WATP 92?
1: Well, I feel like they do You a notice lot how of...
0: they say Bunga Bunga 40 a lot? <laughs>
1: yeah. They have to
0: keep know, repeating that yeah. you're listening it, to Bunga Bunga 40. You definitely it's, know. It's such a radio jock, like veteran radio jock thing to do. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you, you can tell. Keep giving your call letters out. You can tell they're veterans. I'm the surprised. only podcast with the hits. Bunkabunkaburdy. Yeah. i forty. I'm surprised they're not giving me the weather on the nines uh, during this, too. It probably got but. edited out. They probably <laughs> were. <laughs> but they, they tend to have... They're like, oh, I, I'm in love with this uh, clip, I uh, this drop. I, we have to use it. So they do these giant shoehorns of, of uh, jokes... That are just modeled around clips and uh, five. Why would one. somebody do that? Oh, wait, hold on a <laughs> second. I got. I, I ate a lot of cheeseburgers
4: Lick, last Lick, night. Lick hold on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Seriously, why?
0: Why would somebody just shoehorn in drops? You Gotta get swifty. You know, it just seems ridiculous <laughs> that they would do that. And the
1: show has reached a new low. What All y'all right. talking about?
0: <laughs> what y'all talking about? Yeah. I have that somewhere yeah, yeah, here. Yeah. Uh, but, I well, should if, have this more better memorized. Well, almost. why don't we play
1: theirs? Play oh, play five. Right. This
0: is this is them shoehorning stuff, not me.
1: Those
2: white supremacists
3: in the U.S., they're giving those Nazis a bad name. Oh, yeah. Certainly the Nazis dressed a lot better than those yokels.
1: I don't know why they needed that music. Uh, I don't know either. <laughs> but there's another... I, I had another one. Six is
3: the, the, more of the same. When you get up in the morning, you like to put inspiring music on. Yeah, I've been listening to... ACDC's classic track from the Ball Breaker album, Cover You in Oil. The chorus singing the words, I want to cover you in oil, 32 times. Going away for a short verse of metaphors and then coming back and singing again for 64 times, I want to cover you in oil. Let's hear a little bit.
1: That was the one where I felt like they stole your bit, Carl. I think I I must have mislabeled my clips, but I was just like, oh, they're
0: ripping off Carl now. Yeah, yeah. I see that your next track is called They Stole Your Bit. But yeah, I was thinking the same thing. They were talking about how shitty that ACDC song was. Yeah. And guess what? Good news, Andy. We're bringing the game show back today. We are. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ah, Ah. So There's a little tease for later on in the episode. If you want to start fast forwarding, you can get to (laughs) everyone's favorite game. Name that artist's worst song. It's a different name every time. Yeah. I, I oh, you could do
1: ACDC. It. You could do it all ACDC edition. Well, no, it's the worst song. You
0: can't have multiple worst songs. The Jack,
1: no. come on, Carl. That's both
0: my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> everything's my favorite. Yeah. All right, Andy. I am going to. Uh, I'm going to play a drop that was sent over by Maynard, so I can grab a beer out of the fridge.
4: You gotta have boobs.
1: <laughs> that's a uh, fully work of a fridge <laughs> closing. <laughs> Nelson this fully work. We're not even doing uh, computer drops now. We're doing live I drops. Nailed it. <laughs> oh, that's fully work of a beer being
0: drink. <laughs> Everything in real time. Andy, um, I do have another clip that I want to play for you. When he's first launches Bunga Bunga, he decides to ask, what do the people want? We're going to do this new show, Bunga Bunga. What
1: should it be?
2: I asked asked a few people what they would like to be part of Bunga Bunga. What should be part of Bunga Bunga? And really no one wrote back to me.
1: So it's anything and everything.
0: Exactly. I wish one person had written back, given some type of format. It would have been helpful. No, I like these guys though. I, I like the fact that they could say shit like that. Yeah, like, yeah I, I asked people, nobody even got back to me. <laughs> there, there's a lot of self-deprecation, uh, and which and, is great. Which is great. Yes, I, I like. The, I and just they're... like their approach. I just. I don't know what what who would listen to this or why, but I, I like their approach to it. Here's how I sum it up: When it comes to booze, Andy, mm-hmm. I enjoy a 15 year single malt Scotch. You know, I like a fine añejo tequila. This show is like a fireball whiskey. Oh, yeah. It's like ninety nine bananas. Yeah. You know, it's just yeah. like, here's this thing that you like with a bunch of sugar and garbage yeah. thrown into it. So that like any fucking seven year old would listen to it and be like, oh, yeah. noises. It's
4: fun.
1: It is bananas. Shit is
4: bananas. It
1: is a little bit bananas. <laughs> I'm just gonna pick
0: the let's see, the What do you think your track is called They Stole Your Bit?
2: Since
1: that's no. not They Stole Your Bit. Oh, that was just another one that they uh, shoehorned. uh shoehorn joke for just for the sake of uh the drop okay
2: when you get up in the morning you like to put inspiring i just
0: want to point out what kind of professionals we are we know exactly what we're playing when <laughs> we're playing it we're the best people when you get up in the morning you like to put you know some people like to say these assholes are reviewing other people's shows they don't even do a good show fuck you we're amazing we're professionals we're the best around i got the fucking goat like over here yeah the greatest of all time andy <laughs> Yeah everyone knows that I'm really full of myself
2: <laughs> and here we are showing it proving it every week. Yeah. When you get up in the morning you
3: like to put inspiring music on. Yeah, I've been listening to ac oh, it's it's oh, we "Back the C- C- same clip it's again. The same
0: clip. Oh shit. <laughs> well, in
3: your defense
0: you're new to computers. Yeah. You didn't think it was going to catch on. I, right? Like, personal computers? <laughs> what am I, a scientist? What am I going to do with that stupid thing?
1: Uh, I barely know how to work my computer. Oh,
0: my gosh. I, I Andy actually was uh, typing up his notes on a typewriter today <laughs> and using whiteout to fix some of the spelling errors.
1: All right, Andy, what else we got? Um, Let's skip to... Uh, this is actually a bit that I really liked out of the show. Okay. Uh, clip 10.
2: This, Justin, a man in Morunga has pissed his pants. That's not sport.
3: (laughs) That's very sporting of him. It's not without risk. Well, I can't put it in the weather. The fake news. It's fake. Phony. Fake. I love it.
1: it. They were doing fake news stories. Yeah, (laughs) I I have a clip about that, that too. That was the sports section of a guy pissing his pants. Yeah, all right. Well, that's fun.
0: I actually have a clip on that, too, where they're talking about uh, fake news. And the thing that I want you to notice... Wherever they are, I don't know where they are, there's just someone talking in the background or yelling in the background, just a single voice.
3: It's, it's so distracting. Listen for this. And babies who breastfeed should hide their little heads in shame. Shame, babies, shame. We suggest a baby burqa. Thank you to the One Nation Front. It's fake. Phony. Fake. In further news, a conspiracy theorist is happy someone is secretly in control.
0: It sounds like yeah. you're doing this during a keynote. Yeah, yeah. Is there a speaker up on stage and you're recording your podcast at the it's same somebody time? somebody in the diner complaining about their veggie burger. Probably. <laughs> what I thought was interesting, though, is like that last little piece there, did they just rip that off from The Onion? Are they writing these bits? Uh, it does sound, that like, sound an like an onion. That sounded like an onion. Yeah, bit, yeah, didn't yeah. I? I
1: clipped that same, those you? fake news things. I skipped to that last one because I, I liked it. But, uh, yeah, they do a lot of fake news stories on the heels of quote-unquote real stories. Well, it's, Tim, it's indiscernible, like what's news and what's fake. I will fake. say
0: Tim Ferguson uh, wrote to the show this week, was very excited about us doing the to, show. You? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And he he told me that um, he really likes that Americans elected Trump because it's great for comedy. Yes. So they're, they're very <laughs> excited about the fake news and, and all of the comedy that has come out of this uh, Trump administration. A lot so. of comedians
1: had that same thought. You're welcome, <laughs> yeah. Australia. You know, it's the
0: least we could do. Yeah. It's yeah. the least. All right. Um, I, I, I actually honestly couldn't tell you I know one person who voted for Trump. I don't think I know a single person, but we're in New
1: York State, so I don't, I don't <laughs> right. think it carried very many
0: votes around here.
1: All right, Andy, what do you got? I think I only really have one more that I wanted to play, which was the one thing that bothered me the most about the podcast. And this is when people uh, congratulate their Patreon supporters. Yes. This went on for. Over two minutes. Really? Do they have that many Patreon supporters? I don't know. But when you're just reading the names of Patreon supporters, that's exciting for one person for that one second that their name got read. And then boring for everybody else for the rest of the time. So I hate it when people do this in a lot of podcasts. That are on Patreon, they insist on doing it. I and feel it's like sh- you could have just said this without pulling the clip, because now I don't want to listen to it. It's a show it. killer. You have to listen to this it. This yeah. is only half of, is of it. It's only half just of it. Just listen to how long it goes on for, and then double it.
2: Nick Andrew, Andrew Waddington, thank you very much. Petey Young, Stuart Dundas, and Natasha Critter,
3: thank you very much. Frankie Lee, Norman Fox, Richard Wright, and Disney all the time, Mel Wielden. God bless that girl. James Trevina, Gregory Doraris, Yvonne Dunn, Stephanie Spears, and F Carmichael. So, I like that it's just F tomorrow? if your initials are F and C. Who, who, gives, a anything who else? gives a shit, Kirsty a Shields, we got Katie, there's Lindley Kissick, who's yeah, overseas right. at the moment. Craig Walker, legend, Katrina Hale. Jeremy Kirkwood of the boring. Kirkwood family. And Tony Eels, a very good bicycle rider when he was a little kid. Daniel, <laughs> John, Spud, Danny <laughs> Matthews. And we like to thank Penny
2: Obed. Glad you didn't go to jail. Howard Lovett, Grant McKerran Rachel Dunlop, Dr. Reggie, Shel Lancaster, Leonie Lynch, Mark Kirby, Jody Sutcliffe, Donna H. That was lick, a movie. Kath Reed, Nick McCarty, <laughs> Sue Walden, <laughs> yeah. Sammy Satine,
1: Michael Ham. Hey, you know what, guys? This right here, this rambling, boring conversation containing already made-before observations, this could be a podcast.
0: All right. I agree with you, Andy, Mm. although I do have to tell you that that music was fucking awesome. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's hard to be bored when that music's playing in the background. It's way better than being in a diner or out on the street somewhere with sirens going by. Or in your friend's basement. What are you trying to say? You know, last week Mark talked about how I have this awesome studio that you're in, and I'm trying to like pretend that that's true. If you could go along with that, that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Um, I do want to mention that on their website, did you go to their website, which is
1: maynard.com.au? no but it was funny because i was trying to I, as we i've proven i'm terrible with computers so i was trying to find the <laughs> podcast and i was i was trying to get my wife to like help me find it and i was like it's it's like MaynardFerguson.com uh, or it, it's Tim Ferguson and Maynard and she's like oh uh, it's uh, MaynardFerguson.com and I brought it up and there's it's some a company right there, No, it's like um, yeah it's like some <laughs> musician or something okay. I was like this is not it
0: so how <laughs> many hours did you spend on that website yeah. trying to figure out what's going on <laughs> uh, so, you know, we almost got clips from that I do want to point out that on their website they have a section called Maynard Approved Shows and under the Maynard-approved shows, they have No Agenda, which I'm a huge fan of. Mm, yeah. They also have um, another show that we've actually reviewed on this show before, which is... Why am I not seeing it now? I thought it was on there. All right. So Mark they have Merritt. No Agenda. Mark <laughs> I thought they had the higher side chats, but I guess not. Oh, okay. So what I'm going to say right now to Maynard and Tim, if you're listening, why isn't Who Are These Podcasts? One of the Maynard-approved <laughs> shows. Come on, guys. Step up. <laughs> you can do it. I, I appreciate you guys talking about us, but you got to take it to the next level. Put us on your website.
3: Faces should be nude. <laughs> Please.
0: Um, Andy, I have a track where they're talking about Tim's cat,
1: Kitler. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Bunga Bunga 40. You know, when we first did this a while ago in our James Bond lair at your home with Kitler. Oh, how
3: is Kitler by the way? He's going very well. I mean, he's making plans. I can see he's making plans. But for the time being, he seems relaxed.
0: That is fucking stupid. <laughs> Just putting in the things. I mean, if I was going to ask you about your dog, and what am I going to do? I'd be like, oh, Andy, what do you have? A crow? Uh, is, there, is there hawks out here that we have to worry about? I mean, I know you don't own sheep, right? Or uh, maybe you do. I don't know. Maybe there's a frog somewhere nearby. I don't know. It could be. It could be chickens. It could be a fucking lion. I don't know. All of these things are possible.
1: Yeah. All right. That's all I wanted to do with that. Moving on. You could have given him a cute name like Pucciolini or something. I, I should have. My dog's a dictator too. I have an uh,
0: ISO that I pulled from the show that I will definitely use again in the future. What
3: the what? Who are these? Who are these? Podcasts. Podcasts.
0: i like that (laughs) all right anything else you want to play before we start our game no name the worst song by this band
1: (laughs) i'd never go there i don't think there's one podcast that i've gone back to um that's beat the odds on this show with the exception of maybe like S Town, You mm-hmm. guys did S-Town. It was only six episodes. I listened to all that just yep. to see what was up. Me too. But even still, like we did Dr. Game Show. I didn't yep. think it was horrible. Right. This is another one that I'm going to say beat the odds. I didn't hate it. It was fun. I was wondering I what like, your angle was going to be on I like this. the guys. Yeah. There's a little bit of fun. It's a little, it's, a, it's just the density of it is there's too much happening for me to be able to be like, oh, I'm going to put that on. And get one laugh in a half hour.
0: Here's what I wrote down. You know. Here's what I wrote down. This is the first time I've listened to hours of a podcast, and I have no idea if I like it or not. Yeah. I honestly could not tell you what my you know opinion why? Is on this yeah, show. I'll
1: tell you why. It's because it's not bad. They get... Because they're in on the joke of right. what we're doing. They're They're having fun with us, and that's why we like it, even though their podcast is unlistenable well (laughs) that's a nice way of saying it uh maynard and tim
0: definitely uh appreciate the show keep up all the bunga bunga down there in australia at this time i want to take us to another segment in our show one that I should probably have some type of transitional drop for. Yeah, we right? need a theme song. We need a theme song for this game. We need that a, doesn't a three a minute
1: theme song, oh, like the yeah, intro and like outro of this show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we are the longest fucking theme song in the history of podcasts. Um, sorry, so here's the transition.
4: We gotta get swifty. Oh yeah! Take off your pants and your panties. Shit on the
0: floor. Time to get swifty in here. Okay. What I'm going to do is I'm going to name a band or an artist, and you're going to tell me the worst song they've ever recorded. Now, it's important to note here that this is not an opinion. This is not subjective. (laughs) This is the truth. According to the person that created the game. This is the truth. This is the (laughs) worst song they recorded. And the reason why we do this, Andy, is because people want to play at home. And please send us your scores. I want to know if you beat Andy or not. We've played this with Andy in the past. He hasn't done well. He hasn't done well. (laughs) But I tried to pick artists that you're more familiar with this time. Okay. So I think I was going 70s and 80s before and you were a little hesitant if you could even
1: name a song. <laughs> Are they Madonna songs? So no, <laughs> now
0: I'm going 90s. We're going we're going to make this we're going to make this a little bit easier. Okay. All right. So I'm going to start with and this is this is a softball. Mm. I'm putting this out of T. Weezer. Ooh. Weezer's worst song. And listen, if you listen to the last 10 years of Weezer, there's there's a lot to choose from. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but there's one specific song that rises to the the top, or the bottom in this case. Hmm. Rises to the bottom, just like Australia. Ah. Andy in deep thought as if this matters. Yeah, I
1: know, I know. (laughs) I'm just gonna say the Sweater Song because I don't like that song.
0: Well, it's interesting that you say that. This is actually the song that they put out that is exactly the same as the Sweater Song, but way worse. (laughs) All right. Mm -hmm. Beverly Hills is a garbage song. It is. Because it's got that one, four, five progression, just like the Swords. It's like they were trying to recreate the sweater song, but with way less clever lyrics and just stupid. And listen, I like Weezer. I've been on multiple Weezer cruises. I've been to their shows. I used to cover their songs when I was in bands in the 90s. (laughs) I'm a fan of Weezer. But Rivers Cuomo just annoys the shit out of me with his lyrics sometimes. Listen to this third verse. Yeah. This is a verse written by...
1: Rockstar Rivers Cuomo. That is like a Harvard grad, right?
0: Harvard grad <laughs> rock star. And I was on a, a boat with this guy a couple different times. He's not approachable. Yeah, He's not a down-to-earth guy. He's a rock star.
4: The truth is, I don't stand a chance. It's something that you're born into. And I just don't belong. No, I don't. I'm just a no-class beat-down fool. And I will always be that way. I might as well enjoy my life and watch the stars play. Really
0: oh, yeah. I'm just Wait. a loser yeah. who happens to be the head of Weezer. Yeah. I might as well stupid. just give away
1: all my rock star money <laughs> and live in the gutter. Here. I find him so annoying
0: sometimes. All right. Andy, the next one is, again, I think a pretty easy one, although you've proven that even the easy ones are hard for you. (laughs) vote for one. All right. STP. Mm, Yeah. Stone Temple Pilots. What is their worst song?
1: What the fuck is the name of that one? Sing it for us. Eh.
0: (laughs) Sing the guitar riff and go. No.
1: I (laughs) don't... It's, see, the problem is there's so many songs with these bands. Uh, well, that's that,
0: that's the whole point. I can't tell you. You were bitching last night because I had like a one-hit wonder in there. Right?
1: <laughs> yeah, but one-hit wonders, you're just like, oh, it's one song, so it's, it's easy. that song. Oh, it's
0: Cumbersome by
1: Seven Mary Three. Yeah, uh, no shit. I don't, I don't know. Sour Girl. I don't. I like that song.
0: <laughs> I'm just naming songs I like
1: because it's. That's hilarious. All right, you're going to give
0: me shit for this, but I'll
1: explain.
4: Yeah.
0: So this is Plush. This oh, their was first their, number one this hit. This was their first big hit off of their first record, which I enjoyed their first record a lot. But this song is garbage. They have a way of writing music where they don't get to the chorus. This chorus comes three minutes into the fucking song. Yeah. Don't bore us, get to the chorus, as John Bon Jovi <laughs> says. Yeah. And this song moves along at such a slow fucking snail trail pace. It's just bad at. God. Okay, let's <laughs> fucking go, people. Their acoustic version is, is more upbeat. this I don't know what was going on in the 90s where people were just in that much of a funk that they wanted to listen to these guitar riffs that took all fucking day to play. Hey, uh, yeah. It, it's not a good song. And it was. It doesn't like even on, he didn't have a hook. It was on That everything. was the chorus I was just <laughs> playing. Is that a hook? <laughs> he doesn't even say the word plush. I'm waiting for him to get to the plush part. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I think that song is, is garbage. All right, Andy. I'm not, well... I disagree. Of course you do. do. Of course you do. That's why I told you this is not up for That's debate. I'm so
1: bad at this. This is
0: not up for debate. This isn't like my opinion. This is just the truth. Uh, this is the, for fact two. the matter. Let's go on to the next one I'm going to get wrong. All right. We got two more. Hopefully the people playing along at home are doing a better job. Yeah, time. yeah. All right. Another 90s band. This one is Pearl Jam. Mm. I'll give you a hint. Okay. It's a
1: little bit of a cheat. Is it the... Um... The one about the cover, about the car crash. Yes!
4: <laughs>
1: you got it. This is
0: called Last Kiss. Right. This was a 50s fucking cover that was played on the radio non-stop as if this is good. <laughs> it's any better. I'm trying to be a crooner. I don't like any better. I, listen, I like Pearl Jam too. I've been to lots of Pearl Jam shows. I like this band, but this is fucking garbage. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they try to sing this heartfelt, garbagey, fucking nonsense song. You didn't
1: even include the worst part, which is the woos at the end. Oh, yeah. It's oh, it's ter- It's all terrible. Okay. All right, Andy, at least I'm, we're not back on the same. We're page. back. All right, we're back on the same page. You're one a sh- for 3 it's not a shut out. Let's, let's
0: see if you can get to fifty percent. Okay. I have one more for you. It's a little timely. It's Tom Petty, hmm. the worst song. Now Tom Petty's put out a lot of songs, a lot of great songs. Love Tom Petty, but what is the worst song Tom Petty has put out there?
1: I am going to say I have a reason for this. I feel like the last chance, last dance with Mary Jane. Really, the, the chorus—it sounds like he's singing it off key. I think the harmonies are don't—they don't sound like they're in key to me. You're wrong. That's last, last dance with Mary Jane is a great song. Nah. It's actually this. Like this suffers from the overplayed. Yeah, well, worry. and
0: I know I know that you like to complain that I, I picked these songs because they're overplayed, but I have reasons why this is the worst song written. Okay. Okay. And and it's definitely overrated, but it's also is worse. That chord progression is the exactly the same chord progression throughout the entire song from beginning to end. It never changes. So it's boring. It never too. stops. It's so boring. <laughs> and it's funny. I was actually doing a little bit of reading about how they wrote this song, and Tom Petty says that. He was able to quickly write the song. They wrote it in like less than an hour yeah. and recorded the disc the next day. And I was like,
4: no shit, Sherlock, no shit, no shit, Sherlock, no fucking shit, Sherlock. If <laughs> he had spent
0: time trying to write that fucking song, I'd be pissed about that. Yeah. Because you'd think it'd come up with like a second chord progression right. or something that you could do. This song is so shitty. Even the bridge. I'm going to play for you the entire bridge. It's just a guitar riff that's the same chord progression. It's just one string instead of three strings. Right! It. That was the entire fucking bridge right there. The rest of the song is just verse That's and bad. chorus. Worth now I'm free. Yeah. I'm free falling. It's not even a, a good hook. Uh, I don't know why that was like his biggest
1: hit of all time. It makes zero sense. Right. I don't know why that was his biggest hit. I feel like Tom Petty is like one of those songwriters where the focus is on more of like the lyrics and less. It has less to do. Like you said, he just locks himself in a room and comes with a chord progression and then writes the song. Around you know what
0: I have it. to say about that. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That is the heckler from Bunga Bunga. Yes. Also on a side note, I don't like that they're calling Tom Petty's death an accidental overdose. That's what overdoses are. They're accidental. If it's not, it's called suicide. <laughs> All right, Andy, we've re- we've reviewed Bunga Bunga 40 or I'm one for Planet, four. Planet, Planet oh. Maynard. Yeah, please send some of <laughs> your scores. You had it better than Andy. Um we we reviewed the, the the podcast. We listened to them talking about us, which is very fun and exciting. Yeah. We, uh, we played Name the Shittiest Song. Every time it's a different... i got to come up with some type of name or something. Hey, yeah. Um, we haven't talked about iTunes reviews. I will tell you that I think we have to be the only show with over 75 one-star reviews, I, right? I, it's getting to be a point of pride. We have I, to I, be. It, I mean, what other show it, could be around long enough to get 75-plus one-star is reviews? Is there
1: another show? I'd be interested to know. I'd be interested to know, too. Because I, I I feel like... I mean, we, we brought it people up. people off. If there... If there's a show that you don't like, nobody goes and reviews it right. one star yeah, just because they it disliked it so much. So there can't be there can't be another show that is like actively pissing people off and you know inciting one star well, reviews there, there might the be, way yeah. this show does.
0: There might be, but I would challenge them to get as many one star reviews as W.A.T.P.
1: Yeah. How many episodes deep is this show? W.A.T.P. 92? 92? Yeah, or W.A.T.P. 92. I'm surprised that there is not... 300 one-star reviews. Because I feel like <laughs> yeah, between the, the hosts and the co-hosts of all the, the other co-hosts,
0: and the one listener there. <laughs> yeah, have. Yeah,
1: and the, the host's mom. Yeah, you right. Know? There should be like 300 one-star well, reviews. Well,
0: there's probably a bunch of negative reviews on Google or some service I don't use. So. <laughs> I Patreon. Seen those. Yeah, right, Patreon. <laughs>
1: Fucking eight
0: So, yeah, we, we've talked about all these things, which means we've gotten to uh, that point in the show.
1: Team.
4: Uh, All
0: right, Andy, it's it's everyone's favorite part of the show, especially the people who have been writing to me and asking them to review their podcast or another podcast they've listened to. We've gotten some great suggestions recently. We appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Keep writing in to show at gmail.com. That's WATP Show at gmail.com. Alright, so here is a clip that we're gonna play. That's a clip from the, the podcast we'll be reviewing next week. And the reason why I play this is to tease people, to get them excited about the podcast we'll be reviewing next week. Did you think I was gonna ask you about that?
1: Yeah. I didn't. Well, I was getting ready to go into the explanation of like when you wait people listen to this show, right. they don't know if they're gonna like the next show. Right. So you're gonna tease. You got it, down. That next episode. This is why you're the GOAT. You got it, down. Here's a clip from
0: next week's podcast. And yeah, I'm not continuing the bit that I've been doing with the pop culture rundown, uh, because I forgot to write stuff down. But I'm trying to remember things uh, that were on that pop culture rundown. We we had made it into 1995. Uh, I'm predicting it would say something about Apollo 13, the best movie I ever saw for my birthday.
4: Boring. Uh... (laughs) Let's see. Movies from 1995. You guys, help me out here.
0: Oh, uh, fucking Batman Forever. That's from
3: 1995. Um, Mm. um,
0: Beloved classic. We're going to
3: close the show with Kiss from a Rose. Water World was 1995.
0: Oh,
4: hell yeah, it was.
0: All right. This is a podcast called Game That Tune, episode 95, The Black and Red Cave That Is Your Prostate from January 24th. 2018.
1: Wait, 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 what? Back up, what is it called? Episode
0: 95, The Black and Red Cave That Is Your Prostate. January 24th, 2018, this is a suggestion from John Reagan, who wrote into the show, and this is what he says. Hi there, I'm John Reagan from The Game That Tune. We're a video game music guessing show. The premise is each week we pick a video game theme, like games from the 90s or fighting games, etc., and each of us picks a game within that theme. We play some music from the game, and the other guys try to guess the game from the music. Then we spend, I don't know, 30 minutes or so bullshitting about the game or things related to the game. Wash, rinse, repeat. So <laughs> we've done a video game podcast, video game music podcast. Yeah. VGM show in the past. Oh, this is a little it. bit
1: it's different. Like episode nine This
0: is the gamification <laughs> of video game music. And Andy, you're a video game enthusiast. What do you think about this premise?
1: Uh... It sounds damn near impossible. I don't know who knows that much about games where you would be able to just guess. I, I would I would get Tetris. I would get Super Mario Brothers 1 and 3. Yeah, this would last one episode. <laughs> I,
0: I know. I wouldn't do very good on this and one. I, I guess, this is episode 95, so they've probably gotten all of the games people actually know out of the way. This is going to be obscure. Who knows why? Yeah,
1: and, and I don't know who's an audience for this. Probably nobody, and I don't know. That's why they wrote into
0: our show. I to got us to review. Guess, it so yeah, somebody this would actually hear like about the show.
1: Person that has no idea what they're getting themselves into. Like, hey, let's uh, try and get some, you know, free advertising on who are these podcasts, and don't realize that well, they're going to get. I didn't taken read his, a I didn't
0: read his entire email. He did he does say know that he's he did get... say this. I found your podcast. Think it's neat. Okay. So <laughs> it's, maybe he's heard Neo. our show before. Probably not. <laughs> Oh my god! It's like please a, call me a dickhead. Everyone, yeah, everyone has a podcast. That fucking show. Those guys are just like, hey, review our show.
4: I didn't know you guys were mean about shows.
0: What the fuck? And then I got Philly fanatic fucking threatening my life on Twitter. It's a Jesus Christ, guys. Can we all get a sense of humor? Can we be more like the Australians, please? And get a fucking sense of humor. Yes. By the way, I haven't even checked to see if our show has been taken off of iTunes. I haven't...
1: Uh... <laughs> we just did this for no reason. <laughs> I no, I, I haven't heard anything back. Let me take a look real quick. Oh, Let's, my I'm God. do this in real time. I'm this gonna is, is going to be interesting. This is, this is like uh, a cliffhanger. Yeah. Because that's like a season finale cliffhanger. iTunes
0: told us that they will take shows down... At their sole discretion, and they were asked to take down the vanish. Ah, it's what? still there.
1: Yeah, I mean, oh, it's, I subscribe, good. and it was on my phone as of the end of the week. So. But I don't
0: think that's iTunes, though,
1: because I don't use iTunes
0: to push yeah. out the podcast. So you, well, are you using yeah. iTunes? Yeah. Well, then never mind. Fuck me. Yeah. What am I about? Why, am, why am I pretending
1: I know which player you use? What I think I it idiots? would have been a better cliffhanger if it was taken down. Well, who knows? Maybe next week it'll be taken down. So next week you're going to want to join us. What? Everybody, uh, delete the podcast and resubscribe.
0: Sorry. so please join us again next week because it might be the episode where we find out once and for all who are these podcasts sleep well every pony.
2: Parting in the mush pits of morning
4: radio
3: Know, who are these podcasts i don't know i don't get it makes no sense what the what who are these who are these podcast podcasts